All right, Mike, let's get into some space talk. Uh, Shit's been going on in our solar system. We've had a couple people landing on the moon recently with a new space race that's going on. Um, It's kind of a crazy thing to even fathom right now but uh there there's been two missions that we're trying to get to the south pole of the moon and uh if you know anything about this uh the moon on the south pole we found a large body of uh of essentially frozen water uh but water on the moon or whatever and uh there's a huge space race going on with a bunch of the richest countries in the world to to get up there and um the you asked me a question which we'll get into a little bit but uh there were two that tried to land uh luna 25 which is a russian space crash craft actually uh crashed and did not have a successful launch or whatever it crashed into the moon and they they, they didn't get what they needed to done but the vikram indian spacecraft uh actually landed on there and was the first successful landing on the moon that we've had in a while so um let's kind of get into what's going on you had asked me before i even got here what is what's the reason for going yeah uh, for doing this and it's essentially to see how the human race can go to other celestial bodies in our solar system and see if we can survive. So uh, there's actually a mission from the United States. This is a mouthful. Let's see if I can even get this. It's the radio wave observation at the lunar surface of the photoelectron sheath, or ROLUS for the acronym. Um, And that's basically a project that the United States is going to go and they're going to drop uh, unmanned uh, spacecraft and they're going to drop payloads up there to essentially start building a colony on the moon and see see what we can do uh, up there, see see how we survive or whatever. There's a lot of question marks that come with it. And uh, there's a lot of people who have been questioning, you know, there's always the moon landing conspiracies and stuff like that. And the fact that Russia had a failed mission just proves that how difficult it is to get right, there. Right, right. So a lot of question marks that we got going on oh, there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, did, were they going to put a Walmart and McDonald's up there or something? No, probably a couple space hotels or something. Maybe have a couple uh, people uh, like, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, pedestrian people go up and live there. Just uh, They'll start with like scientists or whatever, but most of it's going to be unmanned to just get the stuff up there. And I think they'll even use like drones to start building the colony or whatever. But yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. I'm a huge space nerd. So right. it's very exciting to me. I don't know if you're really into that type of stuff. Well, but- I mean, I'm everything has a reason for what's taking place. So, you know, to me, that's why I asked like, what's the reasoning? What's the, the motive behind this? So that does definitely interest me, yeah, uh, for sure. But like, I mean, what's like, but what's like, what is like ultimately? How many people are gonna want to go and just live on the like? Oh, what are you going? Where are you going on vacation? South Pole of the Moon. Well, there's, you know what I mean. Like I thought not, when the, when they said South Pole initially, I'm like, dude, Santa Claus is trying to figure out right now where his route's gonna be in like five months. Yeah, Leave him how alone. are we getting he's, to the moon for all? He's very people. busy. Well, I doubt there's gonna be many kids up there until, uh, especially right. with you know the muscular dystrophy and stuff that's caused by zero G and stuff, which is something that they want to probably try and work out with these missions or whatever. But right. it's gonna be mostly scientists that that go up there, and you know Elon Musk who's doing uh, Mars missions, trying to do that and stuff like that. He's came out and said, he's like, these are probably suicide missions for the people. Who That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, so it's not a vacation. These people have trained their whole lives for it. They're, right. they're, they're 
but space even, nerds that want to that want to be at the forefront of this technology, and they've and, got and, the passion so much to so that they're willing to risk it all to to, yeah. to gather information. They're now, frontiersmen. What if, what, what if they what if they're successful and find that it's uh you know there's places like of uh, uh, the South Pole of the Moon that can be. Um, they they could have actually uh, you know a colony or, or build you know structure of some sort to house or whatever uh, people even from the United mm. States or from Earth here okay like it's like how many like that's what I'm saying like what do people like why would anyone want to go and do that like I don't know, I'm just thinking like are they putting this much emphasis on something that's just going to be for like very few people to enjoy or even like really care that much about well i don't know if it's necessarily enjoy we've talked about having you know space hotels and stuff that are up in the stratosphere and orbiting and stuff like that i think that would be cool for you know tourists and stuff like that this specific one it's more for testing viability of whether or not we can we have the resources now to expand into our solar system and actually live on other planets and moons and but are tourists going to be able to survive going to to the Tourists won't, but maybe in a couple years when we're actually settled there and find that there is viable options, have learned the ins and outs of what it means to live there. Right. Maybe it would be possible. Yeah. That's very, that's, that's what like my interest level is peaked because of the end result of what they're wanting to accomplish. There's a lot of stuff that that goes on to that. I mean, zero G, we have people who up on uh, the stratosphere and the international space, international space station, they have to go launch up and they're only allowed to be there for a couple months because when you're in zero G, your uh, body just the muscular dystrophy your muscles like start to fail or whatever to fail, right so they have to get, have in, intermittent times up there where they can come back and on earth where they can come back and you know uh, work their muscles back up so that they can right. even survive up there that's wild and then it starts getting to the point where like you know if the largest thing that we could like mars which is very similar to uh um earth in a way, it has like half the gravity that I think that we do. And like when you're talking about multiple month d- transitions from getting there and back, I don't know if that would necessarily be a thing. So the moon has is a good test site to see right. how how we react to zero G and stuff like that. And, you know, it might even get to the point where like people have uh, babies on the moon or some stuff That's like that. Wild. And how, how do babies grow up? Yeah. Will it affect that and stuff like that? Where it's, were you born? On the moon? On yeah. the South Pole of the moon? Yeah. I mean, I wonder how much the hotel will be per night. A lot, <laughs> a lot. Right. I mean, if they're charging like you know, f- four to five thousand for this Creed cruise, <laughs> I would imagine a hotel night uh, on the moon would be pretty expensive. Pretty damn expensive. But yeah, I'm. It, it just all comes down to what we're doing to see if we can venture out and expanding. And if we'll do, because yeah, eventually we are getting to a point. Whether I mean you can have your opinions on climate change and what we are doing to our world and stuff like that. I am a firm believer that we have a negative, uh, negative effect on, on earth and stuff like that. Eventually it will, we will have an effect that makes it inhabitable. And if you go really, really long term, eventually the earth or the sun will go supernova and expand and it will end up engulfing the earth. So if we were to live millions of years as a, as a species or whatever, we need to find a way to go to other places because everything in the universe is limited. Everything dies eventually. So yeah, that's where we're kind of out with it. I mean, honestly, um, in a way that would be uh you know a resource for one to take in a lot like in millions of whatever like you said in a million years from now if Mm -hmm. we're still on this planet 
or if this planet is even still standing, whatever, like that would be, it's good to start, I guess, research for something yeah. like that for whether or not it'll affect us in our lifespan. Probably Who not knows, you but know, to a degree that it could, you know, hundreds of years from now. I'm a believer that, that we should try to do things for our ancestors and stuff like that. Try to or make for, a better world you mean for, for our future. Yeah. Just yes. for, for the yeah. human our ancestors species. is yeah. prior futures, obviously for, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, that's true. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, the, the the thing is too we got to have those who are willing even uh you know generations behind us behind us what do you mean meaning those that are going to be on this planet in 100 years are going to have to be willing to want to actually see Expand. see that thrill and yeah, as lazy well, as what I see some of these people well, now. I mean, I, I do see, you know, the, the, I'm just you human, know, human beings as a fun. race. I think that we have, uh, we have this inherent need to, uh, for knowledge. And one thing, the frontier of space is something that fascinates a lot of people. Oh, yeah. So I don't sure. think there'll be any shortage of people who want to do that. Yeah. Now, if you want to get into fun at the younger generation, if you want to get into some things like, you know, uh, the, AI and potentially having like, you know, simulations where we can start our own simulations and instead of thinking outward into the solar system or interstellar space or whatever, we start thinking inward where we can plug ourselves into the simulation and then boom, all of a sudden life is over in this reality and begins in another reality. And I but, think part of that is what like kind of like that, uh, what did Facebook create the meta? Meta, world yeah. whatever i think that's kind of like the you know the the, the very that early would be the beginnings kind of, of stages it. yeah of well, something like that and then you kind of transform into the ai aspect of it but what i don't think people realize is that ai is going to take up a lot of uh, is going to take over a lot of uh, employment opportunities yeah for, it is for humans and we need to figure that out but ai doesn't necessarily go into the whole simulation thing it might no i'm it, just saying but like technology that is like so advanced like that is going to mm -hmm. take over the ability for companies to, they're going to look well i'm going to be able to save money here and, and mm -hmm. have this taken care of for me versus hiring an actual human being i'm just going to go this route yeah and maybe that's the a race in and of itself like because like you said we have meta we have people trying to do that thing and we have people trying to like elon musk trying to venture to mars and other celestial bodies and stuff like that so where, like, where do we where do we start diverting our attention to yeah, in the long run? And yeah, and then at that point, where does it stop? Like, where does it go from there? I feel like it's. <laughs> I feel like a lot of this is like the uh, beginning of the book of of Revelation <laughs> in the Bible. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, regardless of one seen or, or not seen, read that you know book of the Bible, mm -hmm. but man, it's a lot of uh, of things that are uh, seemingly going towards that. Um, you know that that a lot of way, things are coming to fruition. That yeah, that are like the looking like the beginnings of of things that are well, been spoken to. All I'll say about that is, you know, we have like a lot of people say Nostradamus has predicted a lot of things that have happened, but I think that if you are an intelligent person in a considered ancient civilization that has a little bit more insight, you can see things that are coming in, in the future. And it's just Nostradamus is very vague in a lot of his predictions and a lot of people have a different understanding of what he actually meant there. So some people are like, ah, it's not necessarily, he didn't necessarily predict that. Other people are like, no, he got that to a T. Right. Know what I mean? Right. So. It'll be interesting to see where that takes off to. I mean, just the beginning of the, you know, just the um, conception of the moon uh, race and where mm -hmm. that, like, it'll be interesting to see where five, 10 years, you know, 20 years from now, whatever, yeah. if how that, yeah, 
And it's it's weird now because we had the original race to the moon back in the sixties yeah, with 50s the Soviet and 60s, Union, yeah. the United States. Right. Now it's a lot more broad in the sense that right. you know. China, United Everyone. States, India, who is, yeah. I think, just recently became the second biggest economy in the in the entire world. They're the first ones to get to the South Pole and stuff right. like that. So they, the article that I was reading before said a lot about, you know, now we have these economies that uh, it's a lot more viable for them to actually do this mission, whereas back then it wasn't necessarily well, yeah, because really they didn't have too, the advancement so, yeah. that we have now, and yeah. and not we just in, and, in America, but everywhere in the world that have they have with technology yeah. and everything and, now is far advanced. And depending on how we share information, that might be able to unite a little bit more. I know, it could. I know that the International Space Station and stuff like that, like it kind of operates outside of the realm of uh, national governments or whatever. Like they they've got Russian uh, people up there they've got united states china like they all work together for this kind of uh neutral advancement of civilization even though down here they're at like these proxy right which is so funny because it's like if you can do that and organize and get along and do things for the advancement of the people here uh as in as a whole Mm -hmm. uh, you know as a as a as a world organization of some sort like you said why couldn't we just do this and anything else that we do with everything else that we do i don't know man because this is the smaller aspect of it, in my opinion. If they're doing what they're doing, that's far advanced of anything that we know, and we still can't. We get along as like little freaking uh, fifth graders. Yeah, it might just have something to do with we know so a lot more on Earth where we're at, and when it comes to that, like expanding outward, we know so little about it that every bit of information that we can except from other places is just so valuable. Well, for that's sure. Why it works. But it, I mean, at the same time, they're still doing that for the advancement of each other and for everyone. Why can't we do it here? I don't know, man. That's a good question. Answer it in the comments. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like subscribe, comment, do it all. Tell God us how comment. great we look, how awesome this podcast you is. You look amazing, brother.